We'll coach back for week two, 38-17, a pretty good road trip up to Belton. You got a chance to see a lot good and some things that obviously you need to work on. One of the glaring optimism coming from that game is just how well four new offensive linemen were able to play well, even though everybody else in the community, outside the community, outside this field house, had that question of what are you going to do about Nakia Watson, and then Trip Graham showed up. Well, we're used to that. There's a lot of panic around here when people graduate. You know, I can remember when Sam graduated, someone said, we might as well just cancel the season. There's no way we'll find a quarterback that, you know, and along comes a little redheaded guy, you know, and we're all right. And then Nakia, uh, who has been one of the most, you know, fabulous running backs this place has ever seen, you know, people are like, you know. Now, I think everybody in this in this uh, locker room, everybody in the coach's office was very, very anxious to see Trip Graham in the first game. Our offensive line is still a work in progress. They, from a run standpoint, uh, we covered people up enough. The, the, the positive thing about it was that they chose to play a light box. A lot of times people will ask you, well, Coach, what are you going to do tonight? Are you going to throw it 70 and rush it 30? People really don't realize that if someone's going to play four and a half in a box, we're going to run the football. Early in our time here, a game like that, we'd have had to run the quarterback 30 times to get the kind of run production we wanted. That, that was a good thing. We ran trip 24 times. We ran Tater ran 11 times. That's exactly kind of the way you want it. But overall, we're really, really pleased with that that aspect because it was not a night that there was not a night that uh, that we should have been throwing it 35, 40 times. Quarterback club, you were you were able to talk about your defense and how that is really the strength of your ball club right now as far as progression, where you are now versus where you want to be. And you had six, seven, eight guys come back that had a lot of playing time, have played a ton of high school football, play well. And you said something in in quarterback club that kind of caught my attention: how well they played as either returning starters or seniors and how well that was going to permeate through the rest of the ball club, how your leaders were able to play at a very high level. Expand on that. The key to success of any team that we have ever coached, the ones that have gone on and done great things, the front end of the season is because they've got a bunch the veterans that they do have, they are not the worry of the coaching staff. They are spot on. David Neal played like a first-team All-State defensive lineman. Jake Ellinger played like a all-Central Texas linebacker. Drew Webster played like a guy that's a first-team all-district player. You know, our defense obviously can get better. If we will consistently play like that, and you know that's rock solid, you always can count on that performance, it's going to continue to allow our inexperienced offensive line to grow up, our inexperienced kicking game to grow up, and that's kind of what I mean by that. That's that's what we had to have. Frankly, I, there's always a couple things you point to. Why did you win the game? Well, we, we did a lot of things to lose the game. We did a lot of things to win the game. But if you break it all down, the performances of, of the guys that should have played well, played well on both sides of the ball. I look at guys that were brand new to the Friday Night Lights, and that is a tough road trip. It's not necessarily just off I-35. You had an, an interesting tape session at one of the oldest places in Central Texas. You get on that bus for the first time as a varsity player, what that experience in total is, getting out of school early, getting on the bus, making sure all your stuff is there, making sure that you know the game plan going in. And for guys like Leo Lowen and Peyton McDonald 
to ball out in their very first opportunity under those Friday Night Lights. If we had replay, possibly Leo Lowen would have had two interceptions. But at the same time, those are the kinds of performances that you don't expect, that you're real happy when it happens, and then all of a sudden you took a a first-year jittery, butterfly-filled player and elevated him to something more. The whole trip was very businesslike. I was a little nervous when I read they've got a, a historical marker outside the Stagecoach Inn. And they were talking about all the people in history that had been through there. One of them was General Custer. I got a little nervous. But the kids, you know, Leo and and Peyton, I mean, who knows what's going through a guy's mind? Who knows, you know, when you're fixing to start, it means a lot to you. And you're you're fixing to start 6A football first time. You know, those two guys were on the JV last year. Peyton was a wide receiver. You know, Leo's been, last spring, we said, hey, there's a bunch of guys graduated. Anybody want to play corner? Yeah, I do. I'll take a hand at it. Those two guys are, you know, starting and and big part of why we won the game. Uh, One of our, in our goal board, is to not give up more than uh, three explosives. That's a 25-yard gain. We didn't give up any on defense. We gave up two in the spe- in special teams. We didn't give up any on defense. What are some of the things you identified from that win the other night that you got to work on as far as shoring up personnel and making sure everybody knows what's going on? A lot of our problems of the night is some of the people making the mistakes. It was their first time stepping on a varsity field. They got to grow up in a hurry if they want to keep their spot on a special team. We, we would like to be able to spread the wealth throughout our roster on our special teams and not have to play multiple, multiple starters on all of our special teams. Shifting to Cy Ranch, and I know that we're probably going to have to keep an eye on the weather. With the weather and the, the, the idea that they are making the journey in, the education process of Cy Ranch and, and the Cypress School District and how large it is and, and just how many players are coming in, what's the history lesson on Cy Ranch and the Mustangs? That five years ago they were playing Allen in the state championship game. That every year for the last eight years they've made the playoffs. Their unfortunate thing is they run into a team called Katy first round a lot. But there's a lot of good teams that have been beat by Katy through the years. They haven't had a whole lot of long playoff runs, but they are always a playoff team, and you know they get that kind of draw. Uh, and then you put on the video. So far, our players have done a good job of, of listening, believing kind of had the attitude, I don't have the luxury not to trust my coaching staff. They, they look at a lot more video than I do. They know a lot more about these people than I do. I'm going to trust that this, you know, the team that we've got coming in you know, this uh, Friday night, if we half-step, can absolutely donkey stomp us. Because you know, it's a physical team. It's an athletic team. You know, we have to be ready to play. They spread the wealth a little bit, obviously looking at Logan McDougald, 14-22 with a touchdown pass, but really most of that was done on the ground with multiple people. But you look at Willie Eldridge with 11 carries, 69 yards, and a score, and then they mix it up a little bit with Elias Pino, 9 carries, 59 yards. Both of those guys averaging over 6 yards a carry, and that's part of the physicality that you talk about. Yeah, I mean, they're a, you know, they're a little different from last year when you put on video. There's a lot of under center. If you put the video on them last year and years previous to that they look a lot like Katie they look a lot like they look a lot like Cy Fair did last year now they're a little bit more shotgun but they're still multiple tight end sets a lot of shifting motioning after the shift Eldridge was a very impressive guy he's kind of their slash guy they play him at running back playing wide receiver Pino was a 678 yard rusher last year you know offensive line that they're not as big as Belton's I don't know that anybody <laughs> at least three of those five as big as Belton's but they are a really good, solid uh, offensive line. Got speed outside, uh, number four and number two. The wide receivers, both of their leading wide receivers from last year are both back. They played a lot of football. McDougald was, I think he started the season on the JV, and they brought him up uh, last year. He played in six games. He had 
two or three hundred yards passing last year. So at some point he played a lot uh, last year. So it's not like he was making his first start. And the other thing about him that I want our team to understand is they were getting beat 18 to 11 going to the fourth quarter, and they ended up winning 32 to 21. You're not looking at a bunch that's going to belly up. We can't afford, like I feel I was disappointed the other night when we got the 38 to 10 lead that we didn't add to that. We needed to get at least one more touchdown. We were a little bit stale there to start the fourth quarter. When you look at the defensive side of the ball for Cy Ranch and the Mustangs obviously return a lot of guys in the secondary, and that's where the passing game is going to float to as the play caller, as the quarterback coach, and that offensive mind. What do you see from the Mustangs that gives you some concern? 16, uh, really physical inside linebacker. Number seven, uh, McKinnis is a returning starter at safety. Good player, physical. Both corners are, are new, but they're good after one week. The defense, they're a 3-4. They're athletic at their rover positions. The, the two outside linebackers are not real big, but fast. And, you know, they have traditionally, you know, Cy Ranch has played really good defense. Uh, their defense coordinator is very, very well thought of across the state. You know, we're looking forward to competing against them. We're glad to be back home. And you talk about the home opener, and it leads us to the preparation, and part of the culture is to never wish away that preparation, and part of that is nested deeply into your attack team. And guys like Bryce Goldman and Wesley Peterson elected as attack team members of the week. They will serve as captains. As we got a chance to highlight that information over social media, the response has been even from coaches and from former players, nobody knows how important those guys are in embodying what it means to be a chaparral. Expand on that as we go into week two. Every football team has whatever you carry. We carry 76 players on this varsity football team. Three-fourths of those guys, are gonna, they're going to play either a lot, an average amount, or a little amount on a Friday night. And then we're going to have about 20 to 25 guys that are probably not going to play a whole lot at all. But the role that they play, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I believe that those guys have so much respect on our, on our team. You could talk with any players that have been through this program, whether it's the attack team is always the heart and soul. They're the guys, if anybody ever had a reason maybe to have a bad attitude because I'm not playing, maybe it's them. They, they understand that their role, you know, and I, I always tell them, I said, you know, and, and I always believe that our guys considerably better than everybody else's guys. And that may not make, I'm not talking about a, a foot race or a bench pressing contest. I'm talking about buy-in to their role. The guys that I'm around the most is our attack team, you know, that Wesley's a part of. And we're young, young into our season. They are so in tune with just attention to detail. But they're going to, and it's going to be huge. When we win a lot of games, they will be a reason. If we don't, that will be, that will be a detriment to us. Coaches, always thanks for the time and good luck. Okay, thank you.